Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Flyers Daily for Tuesday, April 26th as the Flyers in game number 80 of the season. They go down against the Chicago Blackhawks. Final score in the game of 3-1. to one. Tight game. A pretty well-played game, especially when you consider two teams that are playing out the string. Chicago came into the game only two points up on the Flyers in the standings, having played the same amount of games. They're now four points up, so four-point game. But uh, the Flyers go down. Shots in the game 34-33 in favor of the Flyers, uh, but they're only able to get one pass Lankinen, and that was Kevin Hayes who picked up the goal to make it a 2-1 game in the first period after Scott Lawton, just a beautiful play to fake out Lankinen, thinking he was going to take the shot. Lankinen bit it. And Lawton put it across. Hayes is able to slam it into the empty net and pick up the goal. Eric Gustafson picked up the first goal of the game a minute 44 in. 6.15 in, it was Jonathan Taves who gets loose out of the penalty box in on a breakaway, is able to beat Felix Sandstrom, who really settled into this game very nicely after giving up those two goals on the first four shots of the game. But he battled and battled his way back and really played strong for the Flyers, making several big saves. Flyers won the PK quite a bit in this game. And uh, Felix Anstrom did a real nice job on the penalty kill and that lateral movement that he has and his ability to get the, a good seal on the post on those lateral plays. And uh, once again, showing the technical elements of his game. In the third period, uh, Chicago's able to beat him one more time at 7.45 when Alex Dabrinkit scored his 41st, 41st goal of the season. Excuse me. To make it 3-1, Flyers with the goaltender pulled in a power play, had some good opportunities at the end. Bobby Brink slammed one off the post, and uh, Flyers unable, though, to get anything by Lankinen, and they go down in the game 3-1 against the Chicago Blackhawks. You would have never known watching the end of the game as they were battling with the goaltender pulled after Brink hit that post that this game was being played really for no meaning in the standings because these two teams were absolutely spilling it out there. And that's one of the great things about hockey is, you know, hockey players, as long as there's a game out there and they have the scoreboard turned on, they want to win and they compete. And the Flyers competed in this game. Chicago competed in this game. And uh, it was a pretty entertaining hockey game, uh, especially with all things considered. So the Flyers are down to just two games remaining on the 2021-22 season. Wednesday night, they'll be in Winnipeg, 7.30 puck drop there to take on the Winnipeg Jets, who are not headed to the postseason. And then they'll wrap up the season with the Ottawa Senators coming up Friday at Wells Fargo and we'll be on to the offseason. Very important offseason. We'll probably have player breakup day coming up on Saturday. Get a chance to talk to a lot of the players and get their thoughts now that the season will be in the rear view. And then on Sunday, it looks like uh, Mike Yo, Flyers interim head coach, and Chuck Fletcher will address the media as well. And that may give us our first indication, you know, for... Chuck Fletcher to kind of verbalize what direction they're going in. We may get some relative specifics, you know, kind of quantifying what, you know, aggressive retool or rebuild or what any of that looks like. And again, I just remind you that back in the, after the 2018-19 season, when Scott Gordon was the interim, it was determined he wasn't coming back on April 15th. Elaine Vigneault, a week after the season, one calendar week after the season, was named the next Flyers head coach, the 21st coach in franchise history. So uh, things could move very quickly in the offseason. We'll get the draft lottery coming up uh, shortly as well, where the Flyers right now have the fourth best odds at landing the number one overall pick. 
Montreal's got the worst record and the highest odds at 18.5%. The Arizona Coyotes at 13.5%. The Seattle Kraken right now, 11.5%. And the Flyers with 9.5% to land the number one overall pick. And when you look at games played, Montreal's already played 80. You look at uh, a team like Seattle, they've already played uh, also only 78 games. So they still have some games and some meat left on the bone. They won't wrap up their season, I believe, until Sunday. And then Arizona is a team right now that has played 79 games. So we'll see how that plays out over the next couple of games and what the final odds will be for the NHL draft lottery. And uh, I think I'm pretty sure that the NHL draft lottery will take place uh, before playoff games at some point in round one. So we'll see how that turns out as well. Now, as I mentioned before, too, Eric Gustafson opened the scoring in the game against Chicago. Of course, played with the Flyers for a bit. Uh, last year, was eventually traded to the Montreal Canadiens, where he was a part of that team that went to the cup final. Wasn't in the lineup all the time, but was in the lineup uh, a decent amount. And we know Eric Gustafson's got good offensive game. It's just his total game. Defensively, he leaves a lot to be desired. But he was the sixth former Flyer to score against the team this season. And the sixth former Flyer to score against the Flyers all since February 22nd. So the last two months, basically, of the season, six former Flyers have scored against the team. I would say, can you guess the other five? And I'll give you three, two, one. Hopefully you got them. Well, here they are. Ryan Hartman had scored two goals against the Flyers as a member of the Minnesota Wild at Wells Fargo Center. Braden Chen, another former Flyer, back on February 22nd, scored against the Flyers. Wayne Simmons got a goal against the Flyers for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Eric Gustafson, who I mentioned, for Chicago. Uh, Derek Grant, playing with Anaheim, picked up a goal against the Flyers. Again, Grant only here for a short period of time. And then the other fly, the sixth former Flyer to score against the team, playing for Nashville uh, for Claude Giroux's 1,000th game, was Phil Myers. So Simmons, Hartman, Shen, Gustafson, Grant, and Myers. A total of seven goals from former Flyer players, uh, six different goal scorers. Grant had the two. So those are the six players that scored against the Flyers. The previous three seasons, it was four former Flyers in each of those seasons that scored against them. Uh, so six in two months is a pretty astronomical number. And, uh, you know, of course, when that happens, everybody goes, oh, you see, you shouldn't have traded that guy. Comes in and he scores against you. But that's all part of the deal. Uh, I don't know how much it happens for other teams. I don't track it. But uh, six former Flyers get a goal against the team this season. So Flyers, you know, they go into this third period against Chicago down by a goal. And really, one of the numbers that you look at inside the numbers this season in the situational stats and Look, the Flyers have not been a good team this year. They've been depleted from key players. They've It's obviously gone really sideways this year. I mean, losing Ryan Ellis and Sean Couturier and just we know all the different reasons and why they end up with the record they end up with. But one of the reasons why they end up with this record, first of all, is second periods where they've been outscored by 29 goals in second periods. Now, the last three games, they've played pretty good second periods after playing pretty good first periods. They trailed after the first period in this game, but didn't give up anything in the second, didn't get anything. That's a win in this situation for them on the road. But they've scored 71 goals in second periods this season and given up 100. 
that's a big reason why they are. And then you couple that heading into the third periods when you're trailing in a game, the record when trailing heading into the third period, 233-4 and four on the season. They have one of those wins uh, in regulation was on the road against Carolina, and they have one of those wins at home. So 120-2 on the road when trailing after two, and 113-2 when trailing at home this season. That's been a big reason why the record is where it is for the Flyers this season. Those numbers, you got to be better than that. Most teams, when they head into the third period, leading a game, are going to win it. But you have to have, you can't be 233 and whatever the number was I just gave you. That's just an astronomical number. And you couple that with the Flyers, and, you know, we mentioned the numbers in the second period, minus 29 in goal differential. Well, in the third period, like in the second, they gave up 100. In the third period, they've given up 99 goals, and they've only scored 66. So the differential for the third period is even more pronounced than it is for the second. Now, the only difference there is you have empty net goals, and the Flyers have given up their share of empty net goals this season. So some of those obviously are not contested. In OT, they've given up seven. They've scored four. So, And then, obviously, with the, with the Flyers and their history, the, the shootouts are really <laughs> something that's uh, to be desired. They have the one shootout win this year, and they only scored one goal in that shootout win when Kevin Hayes against the New York Rangers got the lone goal in that game. Uh, but they've always struggled in shootouts as well. And those are a couple areas you need to be better in to get that second point when you get to overtime and when you get to the shootout. That can make all the difference in a season where you're jockeying for a playoff uh, positioning or to be a playoff team, you have to take advantage of those opportunities and you have to be able to come back in third periods when trailing uh, on some occasions. It's not Again, it's not going to happen often because most teams are able to close out in this league and carrying the lead into the third period, whether it's a one-goal lead, a two-goal lead, or three-goal lead, uh, it's difficult to overcome that, uh, but the Flyers are going to have to be better in that moving forward as well. So they go down against the Blackhawks. We'll see what they can do coming up on Wednesday against the Winnipeg Jets. And when you look at where the Jets are in the stand, it's been a disappointing year in Winnipeg as well. They were a team that, you know, has kind of been ticketed as, hey, it's, you know, go to a cup. We've got to go to a cup with this core group of Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck in net and, uh, you know, some of the big-time players that they have, Blake Wheeler and Kyle Connor and Nikolai Ehlers. Uh, through 79 games right now, the Winnipeg Jets, a record of 36, 32, and 11, 83 points. Uh, but they've already been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. They're 3, 6, and 1 in their last 10. So we'll see them coming up on Wednesday. And then the Flyers will wrap up against the Ottawa Senators, who won the season 7th spot in the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference. They've also played 79 games, 31, 41, and 7, 69 points on the season, 5, 4, and 1 in their last 10. And they've actually won three straight games. So... We'll see what the, the case is for them and what the, uh, they have in store for the Flyers on Friday at home. But it's Winnipeg next as the Flyers travel to Winnipeg today. They stayed overnight last night in Chicago, uh, get a quick practice in in Chicago, then head to Winnipeg, take on the Jets coming up tomorrow night. We'll preview that game for you tomorrow night as well as the season winds down. And then there were two, just two games remaining, 80 in the books for the 2021-22 season. Everybody, thanks for listening to this edition of Flyers Daily. Like I said, we'll have a preview of the Flyers and the Jets in tomorrow's episode. And uh, we'll wrap up uh, the season coming up on Friday. 
So everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. It's all right.